Welcome to the Do Life Better podcast, where we believe that you get to create who you have been and who you become, and that it's often the smallest changes and actions that make the biggest difference. I'm your host, Dave Jorner, and each week I will bring you the best guests, tips, and messages to inspire and help you and me do life even better. Thank you for joining me today. Now, let's get started. My friends, and thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. And if you are new to the Do Life Better podcast, thank you and welcome. So glad that you are joining us today. Really grateful for that. So thank you very much. And I do trust that you'll find a lot of really valuable episodes over the last 60 or so that we've done so far. And for everyone who has been a long-term listener, there's lots of you who've been with us from day one. Thank you very much. If you joined us later and you went back and you've caught up on all, all the different episodes again, thank you. I'm really grateful for everyone who has been with us for so long. Listen to every episode, share it out there with your families and friends, and especially those also who've been putting it on social media. It's because of people like you who's been sharing it out there so much that our Do Life Better tribe is growing really steadily. So again, thank you very much for that. Now, very soon, I'll be having an interview with Sam Webb, who some of you may know he's from Neighbours. He's also a co-founder for Livin'. And in the lead up to his interview, we thought that we'd do something quite special. We thought that we would offer you, the Do Life Better Tribe, a 15% discount on the Livin' website. If you haven't heard of Livin' yet, Livin' is an organization which is all about living your life at the top and breaking the stigma of mental health. They're all about connecting, supporting, and encouraging one another to talk about their feelings and the challenges because, after all, it ain't weak to speak. Through the development of cutting-edge education programs, trendy fashion apparel, and cool awareness initiatives, Livin' is launching a generation of change. Now, as I mentioned, they're really cool apparel. I've just bought a new shirt off their website just the other day and a sticker that I'll probably put on my guitar case. But if you go onto their website and if you purchase any of their things, any of their shirts, jumpers, singlets, hats, whatever, if you purchase anything on there, you will receive 15% off. Now, we thought we would launch this sale before Christmas in case you need to get out there and try to get one of those last minute gifts for somebody else. Now, when you purchase their apparel and their merchandise, you are supporting their organization to help again break down that stigma of mental health. Just so that you know, this isn't a sponsorship arrangement. Um, I don't benefit financially whatsoever if you purchase anything from their website. Um, I just I believe in the cause. I believe in what they're on about. So this is just our way as a Do Love Better tribe to be able to support what Livin' and what Sam Webb are doing out there, the good that they're trying to create. So to get your 15% off, all you need to do is you go into the livin.org website. That's L-I-V-I-N.org. Go into the website. Once you've gone into the checkout, put in do life better in the coupon code box. So that's do life better, one word, lowercase, put that in the coupon code box and then you will receive your 15% off. Now this 15% off is valid from today, the day this podcast is released up until the 21st of December. Again, that's from today, the release of this podcast to the 21st of December. Make sure you get in there again, 15% off living.org. By the way, if you do purchase something on there, let us know. Put it out there on social media. I'd love to see what you get from them. Now, for today's solo round, have you ever found that your brain kind of just feels full? You know, like, and, and having a delete button in your brain to get rid of useless information would be really helpful. Well, it turns out there is a delete button within your brain. And we're going to go into why it's there and how you can actually use it. I don't know about you, but when I'm tired and haven't slept very well, I actually find it really difficult to remember things. Like um, when I'm running the programs in schools, 
if I haven't slept very well, I find it really difficult to remember the names of students in front of me. But if I am well rested, then remembering them comes quite easily. And again, that's not a coincidence. Now, I came across an article by Judah Pollock in Fast Company, which talks about the idea of your brain having this delete button. So again, we're going to get into what it's all about and how you can use it for your advantage. This is particularly important for anyone who's studying, for anyone who's wanting to learn new information, even if you just want to remember things about your family and friends. And this is something that I need to work on myself as well. So these couple of tips coming up will be really helpful for you. Anyone who's been a long-term member of the Do Love Better tribe, you might have heard me and some of the guests mention the saying from neuroscience, which is neurons that fire together, wire together. Okay, an example of this is when, when you get peckish in the afternoon, if you reach for a chocolate and if you do that enough, what happens is then your brain creates an association between being peckish in the afternoon and reaching for that chocolate. So then it just starts to become a habit but without even having much thought about it, you will start to reach for that chocolate. The same thing is true for perfect practice. The more you practice something and repeat it over and over and over again, the stronger that neurocircuitry in your brain or that pathway actually becomes. That's in fact why it's really hard to break old habits. Now, scientists often refer to brains as being like gardens. Okay, but instead of growing your favorite flowers or some strawberries or pumpkins or whatever you want to grow out there in the garden, instead of growing those things, your brain is actually growing synaptic connections between the different neurons. Bit of a scientific warning coming up here. The next bit will get into some detail, but it will be important for the tips that will be coming up next. So just hang in there a bit. Now, these synaptic connections are like little messengers, okay, and they're carrying and boosting and balancing different signals between neurons and other cells in your body. And in doing so, they can influence the way your mind and your body works in a wide range of areas, including sleeping, mood, appetite, heart rate, and even your fear. As I mentioned before, your brain is like a garden, okay? And the gardeners within your brain are called glial cells. Now, just as a gardener would water and fertilize the plants, in fact, that was my job this weekend for the lawn and the garden and so on, just as a good gardener would do that, the glial cells speed up the signal between certain neurons. A good gardener would also do all the pruning and pulling out of weeds, rake up the mess and kill the pests. Next weekend's job for me. <laughs> so this is the job the microglial cells do. They clean up, they prune your synaptic connections. Obviously though, they need to know which ones to prune and which ones to keep. But how? It's like, in fact, my sons the other day were trying to help me in the garden by weeding. And I spent most of the time trying to help them figure out which ones to pull out and which ones to keep. So obviously, you want your brain to know the important information and make sure it deletes the right ones and then keeps and strengthens the correct ones. Okay, so how? Well, remember that old saying, use it or lose it. That's pretty much what seems to be happening in your brain. Turns out that this is all still really new to researchers and they are still figuring out how it all works. But what they know is that the synaptic connections that are not used very often, are marked by special protein. When the microglial cells or the, the pruners notice that protein, they actually bond to it and destroy or prune the synapse. So just as you would need to weed out and cut back your gardens to plant new flowers and make room for those new fancy bushes and so on, your brain creates space so that you can build new and stronger connections, allowing you to learn even more. So then, of course, again, the big question is, how do you help your brain declutter itself thoroughly and properly, making sure that your brain deletes the unnecessary information, the stuff you don't need anymore, and 
keep the important stuff and even strengthen that information. So how does your brain do that? Well, the first way is to get more sleep. Now, wouldn't it be nice, right? And it actually would have saved me quite a bit of time this weekend, but wouldn't it be nice if overnight some magical gardeners just came around to your house and just cleaned everything up, did all the fertilizing, did all the weeding, um, did all the watering, everything like that, yeah? Well, in fact, that actually kind of happens within your brain. You see, during the day you are learning, right? Your brain creates new connections, but they are inefficient. And in order to keep and strengthen these new memories, understanding and skills, your brain actually needs to clean lots of these new connections so it can build more efficient, streamlined pathways. And this actually happens while you sleep. So to learn more then, your brain needs to remove some of those old memories, again, to make even more room for new ones. And it's kind of like you know, with the computer. So at the moment, I need to delete some old files from my computer so I can download a new update. I'm running out of space. So it's this very similar thing for your brain, which is why sometimes your brain just feels so full. It feels that way because it literally is full. It's full of all these new learnings and new old memories and so on. And so for you to be able to take on new learning in the following day, it needs to be cleaned out so that the important stuff can be strengthened and so the unnecessary information can all be gone, which is why sometimes like if you, I don't know about you, but I've had this happen time and time again. If I've been working late at night, if I haven't had a very good sleep, I wake up in the morning and not only do I feel foggy, but again, my brain still feels full because the cleaners, the microglial haven't actually had a chance to take action very very much that night. So as, as I said, your brain does clean itself while you sleep. In fact, your brain cells shrink by up to 60% while you sleep. That's right, 60%, to make room for the microglial cells to come in and clean up. And of course, then the same will be true for the importance of having naps. Uh, when I work from home, if I have an office day, I would try to work from home. And after lunch, I would try to have a 10 to 20 minute nap, not enough to go into a deep sleep cycle, but just enough to, for a quick break. And those quick naps are also really quite helpful as a way to clean up your brain as well. So the first one was to get enough sleep. The second one is to be more mindful of what you are mindful of. Okay, so to be more aware of what you're spending your time thinking about. So are you spending too much time thinking about the unhelpful or the unimportant things? So what you're doing is if your mind is wandering and thinking about unimportant stuff, maybe it's interesting, but maybe it's not really critical, maybe not really important. What you're doing is you're actually strengthening those connections, but weakening important ones by actually not using them. Remember, if you don't use it, you lose it. Meaning that these important ones will be marked for deletion. So for example, if you're ruminating over a conversation you had with someone earlier on in the day, if you just keep thinking about that, then what you're doing is you're strengthening those connections in your brain. Meanwhile, the important stuff that you need to remember is being marked as being unnecessary. So it can be deleted later on that night. So again, be really important of what you're spending your time thinking about. Now, if you're thinking about your favorite TV show and what's going to happen next, then again, your brain's going to think that's important and keep that and then forget about the other stuff. So how do you stop thinking about unimportant or unhelpful things? So we might have mentioned some of these before, but just to recap, I'll just go over these again. Now, again, when I travel, I often don't sleep very well, especially if it's only just a one night trip away somewhere. And so what I do in the morning is I'll wait, when I wake up, I've done all my routine, I notice that my brain is still really foggy. And so what I do is while I'm having breakfast, I'll journal. And I'm not journaling about anything 
specific. I just put down everything I'm thinking about just to clear my mind. If I have time, I finish off with five things I'm grateful for. But the real process here is just to empty my mind. So journal it out. Once I find it's on paper or it's in my computer or something, then it's out of mind. So that helps me get rid of those ones to stop thinking about it. It's kind of like, you know, when you can't get a song out of your head, right? The chances are you can't get it out of your head because you finish listening to it partway through the song and your brain needs to finish it off. It's like it's a loop that hasn't been finished yet. Your brain needs to see it through to the end. Okay, it's like singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star but then just finishing like one bar early. Your brain can't deal with that. So when you get it out in writing, you can see it there. It's finished. It's completed. I'm done with that now. So again, if there's some thoughts or some planning or something like that, you just keep working over and over and over to get it out of your head. Try writing it down or journal it in some way. Another idea is, if you can't journal it, is to take perspective and regain control over your thoughts. Now, this one for me happens a lot in the morning as I'm shaving or brushing my teeth. I find myself thinking about really unimportant, unhelpful things, and I just get really carried away in those thoughts. And what I'm starting to do now is I'll catch myself, and I'll actually say these, I'll think these words to myself, I'll think, is this helpful? Or will, this, will thinking about this actually help me today? The answer is normally no, it won't. So I'll let those thoughts go and then I'll spend time in gratitude. So catch yourself having the unhelpful thoughts and remind yourself, is this helpful? Will this benefit me in any way if I keep thinking about this thing right now? And again, chances are maybe not, so let it go. And then bring to mind something that's important. Maybe you go over your new learnings from today. Or again, maybe you spend that time in gratitude because again, the neurons that fire together, wire together. So you start seeing more things out in your every single day life to be grateful for. So I hope these two strategies will be helpful for you as a way to use your delete button. First one, again, make sure you're getting enough sleep. Set at least seven and a half hours a night. If you can throw in an afternoon nap, go for it. Don't feel guilty. Have a shorter lunch break if you desperately need to. But don't feel guilty about it. Self-care is incredibly important. On the weekend, get your 10 to 20 minute afternoon nap in there. I find it so helpful for me. So get enough sleep and then be really aware of what you're spending your time thinking about. Do you really want to keep those thoughts or is there something else that's more important for you? So let that be your challenge for this week. Sleep heaps, be really aware of the thoughts you're having as a way to help to clear out your mind of the unnecessary, unhelpful stuff and really retain the important information. So let me know how you go with that one this week. And again, please do remember this 15% discount from the living.org website is good for from today, the release of this podcast through to the 21st of December. There's some really cool shirts on there. And when you buy from their website, you're supporting the work that they are doing in breaking down the stigma around mental illness. So again, use the coupon code Do Life Better. One word, lowercase, use that coupon code for the 15% discount. And again, just so that you know, this isn't a sponsorship arrangement. I don't benefit financially whatsoever from you purchasing this. I just thought the Do Life Better community really might want to support what Livin are doing out there. So again, make sure you jump on there. And when you purchase something, please share it out there. I'd love to see what you get. So thank you very much for joining me today. Make sure you do take a screenshot of this episode. Share it out there on Instagram. That's where you find me the most these days. Also, the Facebook page, Do Life Better. On Instagram, I'm at Dave Jorner and at Do Life Better Podcast. So please do share it out there. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. And I can't wait till next time. 
Thanks again for listening to the Do Life Better podcast. And have you subscribed yet? By subscribing to this podcast, that enables you to get notifications every single time a new episode is released. In your podcast app, you can find all the show notes for every episode. And if you'd like to get in contact, you can do so via email at hello at projecthatch.com.au. That's hello at projecthatch.com.au. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, share it with someone you think will benefit from these messages. And now it's time to get out there and do life better.